We're still here. It's Mile High Magazine Sunday morning, and I am Murphy Houston. And joining me now is a friend of mine, a local Denver author, Katie McQuaid. Katie, how are you this morning? I'm doing well, Murphy. Thanks for having me. Well, we talked a few months ago about that wonderful uh, book series called Everybody Loves Greats, and it dealt a lot with the kids and reading and Grace. You tell the story, because it's a great story about Grace and the books, and there's a whole series, so catch us up a little bit. Sure. Well, I've written a children's book series called Everybody Loves Grace, and they're about Grace's adventures to places like the Grand Canyon, her everyday adventures in Denver, Texas, and so forth. And the final book in the series, or it's not actually the final book, but the latest book in the series is Grace's Adventure to Washington, D.C., and we talk about um, the aging process and Grace's aging. And so the theme and life lessons from book six have rolled into Aging with Grace. Well, and let's explain that Grace is, is your dog. It's a, a wonderful dog that's very friendly, very loving, and that's what the series is basically about or based on. Am I correct? That's correct. Grace is a 16-year-old or soon-to-be 16-year-old Finnish Lapland, and through our daily walks in Denver, we just meet people that just everybody falls in love with Grace. And I had an inspiration one day after meeting a paramedic up at Denver Health who said, I wish I could start my day like this every day. I realized oh. Grace's story needed to be told, and the books wow. were born. Grace is 16 years old. How's Grace doing? Oh, she's hanging in there. Yeah, God bless slowed her. Down. Yeah, she's slowed down quite a bit, but she's still um, doing okay. Well, she's a senior like the rest of us, Katie. Come on. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> It happens. From her. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet you bet you have. So let's talk about that. How does the book series, especially the last book, number six of the series, Everybody Loves Grace, how does that help seniors to connect and learn more? So um, what I found through the book series is seniors just absolutely love the sweetness and the comforting of the Grace stories. And book six is about, um, Grace talks about the importance of going your own pace and it's okay to accept help from others. And finally, she's the, one of the themes in the book is there's no place like home. And what I found when I've seniors have read the books or I've read the books to seniors is they feel this connection and an emotes emotion with them and a, a memory of their um, recall from when they were growing up or earlier in their lives. So the books have just been um, really an amazing way to connect with seniors it helps them share their own experiences. They feel connection when the books are read in their communities. Just through Grace's stories, they, they serve as the basis for people to reflect and then share. Oh, that's so important, especially during these crazy times with COVID and even still now, right? It's just crazy. And having a person around like Grace or a dog like Grace, it can help you communicate better. It's so important, isn't it? Yes, it is. You know, Murphy, the National Institute of Aging says that older adults who are socially isolated or feel lonely are at higher risk for cognitive decline or other medical diseases. And what I found through the books is that they, people feel connection. They feel that togetherness. And so the series has just helped seniors feel less lonely. Now, the book, the series actually did start for children, though. And it's kind of, so have you altered book? Now, that's a five-book series, mainly for the children. But this book six is catered a little more, the newer book, for seniors. And that's how you, how do you segue that from children to seniors? Well, actually, book six is still a children's book. but And it's actually a way for children to learn about maybe their grandparents or their Ah, great-grandparents. I like that. 
Yeah, it's it's very intergenerational for sure. Well, and it's kind of, you know, I have eight grandchildren, and they're all here in Denver, and they always ask me questions. Well, come on, they call me Papu. Papu, what was it like when you were a kid, and what did you do for fun? And they really want to know those stories about you, don't they? They really do. And, you know, I have grandparents tell me, I've connected with my grandchildren in ways I've never been able to through your books, Katie. If there's something about, I can tell them about my, when I visited Texas or the Grand Canyon or, or about aging, because Grace talks about the need to use a step to get in the car now, because she can't jump into the car by herself. That is so special. That kind of chokes me up a little bit, because I'm living that. There's no doubt. And uh, the grandchildren all want to know about that. And we talked about, last time, about mainly the series uh, Going to Children, but how does reading with a dog, it help children, you mentioned. Does it help seniors, too? Oh, absolutely. And um, because Grace, well, when I've gone with Grace, I'm not doing that quite as much right now because of her age, but um, it's harder. But they just, that dogs are so non-judgmental. They hold space for for seniors and what I've done is I actually created a plush dog that looks just like Grace and it's very soft so what I do when I go to the senior facilities if I go without Grace I bring the plush dogs and then the seniors can hold their version of Grace and they pet her while I'm reading the story and asking questions. Wow how do they react to that the seniors especially when you go to the senior centers where some are there and, and probably not all but some very lonely. Yes, there are, um, you know, there's, my experience has been that there's people that are very involved and engaged. There are others that just want to hear the stories. And then there are some that get emotional because I'll ask a story like, how many of you had a dog growing up? Yeah. And then they reflect on their stories. So, you know, the program I've built is there's a program called Living with Grace. And it was very intentional in the design to do a little bit of recall from the books, but also to allow seniors to use their imagination and reflect also on their past. And it's actually very emotional for me when I'm reading the books with seniors because it brings up their emotions. And But it also gives them hope. Sometimes they get sad when they think about the past, but the, the books, Grace's stories are so uplifting and about seeing the bright side of situations that it also helps bring them around to uh, seeing things in a different way so they can thrive and be happier. Oh, that's a true thing. There's something about a dog. We've had many dogs. We have a little dog now we call Bear. You know, you come home and you talk to Bear. And Bear, I swear he understands. He kind of moves his head to the left and moves his head to the right, not like shaking up and down, but I, he's paying attention. It's amazing. Oh, there's no doubt. Dogs know everything that's going on in a room. No doubt. <laughs> so how do you get involved with these senior centers? Do they reach out to you or do you sit around flyers and they invite you in? Because that must be a very special time when you talk about grace. It is very special. Um, So what I've realized is that there's only one of me. So I reach out to friends that are in the business or, um, you know, I do some cold calling and it usually doesn't take much to get an invitation, but I realize I can't do it myself. And actually at one program I was reading through book one and, um, one of the residents' daughter was with her, and she came up to me and said, Katie, I really want to do this. I'll do the rest of the series for you at this facility. Oh, nice. That's why I I thought, you know what, there's a way to build a program. and So I've built a facilitator guide and to help facilities, you know, 
some of us are more natural facilitators, but for volunteers or uh, children who may want to facilitate reading the book to their grandparent, I have built a facilitator guide to go through all six books. So is that on some kind of a website? You must have a website. Yes, it's everybodylovesgrace.com, and the the program Living with Grace resides on the everybodylovesgrace.com website. So that's all there. Can you get the books off the website, too, or do you have to go through a special book uh, delivered person like Amazon or somebody like that? The books are available on the website, and I encourage people to buy the books through the website, and the Grace plushes are also there. I tell you, Murphy, they're huge. Are um, they? I have friends. Yeah, the, <laughs> the seniors just grab onto them, and they don't want to let go. And the way the program is built, I'll ask a question, and the person who answers the question gets to hold the Grace plush until the next question. Oh. I, it's, uh, it encourages people to want to answer questions and get involvement in the program. So it's a life-size Grace. How big is Grace? Uh, Grace is 40 pounds. The The plush is just a, like a size of a plush top, you know, a toy. Sure, sure. But they want to hold that Grace, don't they? Oh, they hold her tight, <laughs> very tight. So when I think about the whole series, all six books now, Everybody Loves Grace, what did Grace do to stimulate to to write these wonderful books for kids and now segueing into a senior grandchild type situation? What was it that spurred you on about Grace? You know, when we would walk around Denver and, you know, I live in downtown Denver, everybody would stop and pet and, and say something to Grace. And after she would look at them, they'd say, this is the, she made my day. She made my week. And I just realized after that encounter up at Denver Health, that Grace was really, really special. I mean, I knew that before. And so it just came to me. I got this intuition that it was time to tell Grace's story because her story didn't start well. She was four years old when she came to me. She was abused. And I wanted to encourage children that to know that um, life changes can come and good things can happen from change. And that's how the books, you know. Started. I, yeah. And what a good lesson for a child to learn, for all of us to learn, not just children. Holy cow. So was Grace in a shelter, a shelter dog here in Denver? No, she was actually a breeder's dog up in Canada. And um, the the home was abusive. And um, the, the wife said, I really need to find a safe place for Grace. And I was on the lookout for a, a, a Finnish Lapoon that needed a home. And I reached out to all the breeders in North America and this woman agreed to send Grace to me. Wow. That's a special story in itself. Yes, yes. You know, it's true. Grace really didn't have it easy the first four years of her life, and then she found it in Denver. She found it really beautiful. We have wonderful neighbors. We meet people on the streets every day. It's really quite special. Well, they probably all want to come over and talk to Grace, whether you're in or out of the house. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) I got to talk to Grace. Give me some time, Katie. (laughs) You know, and it really is intergenerational. I got just this week, I got two pictures unsolicited from parents who sent me pictures of their children sleeping with Grace plush doll at night. Oh, you're kidding. That's fantastic. You must have some, some wonderful stories to share about your adventures with Grace and meeting children and meeting the seniors now. You must have just a mind full of them. I do. I absolutely do. (laughs) Do you have any special ones? I'm putting you right on the spot here. I know that. But do you have any special ones that kind of maybe even recently have happened? Sure. I have one. I was speaking at um, the Arvada Nature Center and doing a story, story time with the children. 
And a 70-plus-year-old woman came up and said to me, my name is Grace, and my friends all think I'm crazy coming to this book reading, but I just have to hear the story about Grace. So I read the first book, and as I looked up, the senior Grace was crying, just oh. crying and saying, Katie, I, the world needs more of this. You've touched my heart. I knew I came for a reason today, and it was just very special. And Murphy, to be honest, that was the beginning when I knew that Grace's books had an impact on seniors. Wow, that was a good sign right there, a big one. That and, was huge. Yeah. Well, Can I tell you one more quick one? Oh, yeah, do it, please. we got some time. Sure. I have a woman in York, Pennsylvania, who was given a set of the books. She's in an assisted living facility. And um, her daughter-in-law sent me an email and says, Rada says, hey, Katie, your books say they're for nine to te- uh, six to ten-year-olds, but I think they should say six to 91 plus, and please keep <laughs> writing more books. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you kind of took that sign and have done something with that for seniors. That's fantastic. It really is. I, I did. Well, congratulations, Katie McQuaid. The series is Everybody Loves Grace. It started off with five books, mainly directed at kids six to ten, and you've been to many, many schools. You're probably still doing that too, aren't you? I am. I uh, Grace has slowed down. I was doing it every other week um, last year, and I've slowed down to once a month now because it's just a little bit hard on Grace these days. Well, I'm sure it is, but I appreciate you still putting it out there. The holidays are coming up. Might be a nice book series. There are six books now, and tell them again where they can pick them up for their family members, be they young or be they old. At everybodylovesgrace.com. Very good. And you're, I'm telling you, your family's going to be emotional about it. Everybody loves Grace. Well, Katie, thanks so much for coming on Mile High Magazine. Keep up with the good work and let me know if Grace starts writing book number seven. Oh, it's coming. I'll it's bet. Coming. I'll <laughs> bet. And you have a great holiday and uh, give Grace a hug for me, will you? I will, Murphy. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, too, for coming on Mile High Magazine. And you guys, too, enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll talk to you again next Sunday.